What's up, tribe? It is Michael Fleming coming at you with yet another episode of Find Your Voice, where we talk about the continual improvement of the health, the wealth, and the relationships of your dental organization. I am, as always, I am so excited to come to you with today's message because I've actually, this last couple of days, I've taken, I've been kind of a slacker, I've taken some time off from my podcast because I've been more of the learner this last few days as opposed to the teacher. And what I mean by that is that I've been listening to uh, a new book that's <laughs> it's started to talk about like quantum physics versus Newtonian physics and uh, the difference between uh, cause and effect of Newtonian physics and causing the effect uh, as in qu- quantum physics. And it's kind of some deep stuff. It's kind of like some grab a joint and some Taco Bell and sit down and listen to this book because it's really some deep stuff. And so... You know, I like to go on these uh, these journeys, if you will, of learning uh, new things and thinking in different ways, thinking in different patterns, because it mixes up what we're doing. And that really ties well into what this podcast is about, because what we're going to be talking about today is if you've been paying attention and just how I introduce every single podcast that I ever do is what we're doing is we're talking about the improving the health, the wealth and the relationships right? Those three segments, either the health, the wealth, or the relationships. And this really kind of plugs into the health and even more specifically kind of the mental health uh, of how we uh, act, right? For ourselves and for our organization and and just overall, if that makes sense, right? Because uh, as much as we're focused on growing our business and growing ourselves and growing revenues and growing new patients and all of these other metrics that we're trying to achieve, you know, at the end of the day, it's us that are driving these these metrics, right? It's us that are driving these initiatives, and it's us that's following up with these to make sure that everything's on track. And and it's probably not a shock, but if you or I are not at our sharpest, you know these these metrics can slip. These these initiatives can slip, right? So it takes us being on point, being sharp. Uh, being on top of our game to be able to really perform the best that we can, right? And at the end of the day, uh, achieve the desired outcomes that we're looking to achieve, right? And so that's what I want to talk to you about today is is really breaking down. I want to go deep, right? And I want to start talking to you about uh, going deep and, and what that means, right? Uh, so I'll start working with you right now on, we're going to make this kind of a worksheet kind of thing, right? Break out a sheet of paper, uh, break out, grab a pen, right? If you don't have a sheet of paper, go hit pause on this and go grab it. This is imperative that you do this because we're going to have a little bit of kind of a workshop activity, if you will, right? Because again, this isn't about me. This is about you. How, how can we have you uh, put this into action to improve yourself and, and, and also make it a tool that can not only improve right now, but continue to improve yourself for years to come, right? Does that make sense? And so here's what I want you to do. I want you to grab a sheet of paper. I want you to uh, go on the sheet from, say, on the left-hand side. So if you're thinking about it, like, from columns, like Excel, like rows, um, think of, think in rows right now. Think that there's four rows broken out on your sheet of paper. And what I want you to do is write three initials. Uh, in the upper left-hand corner, write the letter T for tango. Uh, and beneath that, as if it was a, like a separate row uh, in Excel, uh, write F for Frank. Beneath that, I want you to write the letter A for Alpha, right? 
And then in the lower left-hand corner, you're going to write the letter R. Uh, and so what you have right now is you've got the letters T, F, A, R, right? And that's basically, and I'll, I'll kind of walk through you right now what each of those letters means, right? The T is for thought. The F is for feeling. The A is for action. And the R is for result. And so this is what we're going to be talking about today is we're going to be t talking about thoughts, feelings, actions, and results, and ultimately how each of them really kind of links with each other. You know, what is the relationships be between each of those, right? Because whenever we're talking, oftentimes we're talking about whenever I'm talking about desired results or desired outcomes, you know, that's what that R is, right? How do we improve, you know, metrics? How do we get more patients? How do we increase revenue? How do we increase our productions? How do we, you know, keep our staff, you know, whatever those desired metrics are, right? Um, but what I'm going to kind of break down for you today is, you know, how do we get to that desired outcome, right? And so how this stream of thought came to be is, you know, the whole reason you're even listening to me right now is that you're looking to improve, right? You're looking to improve yourself. You're looking to improve your business. You're looking to get new ideas for how to do these things, right? And so the fact that you've been listening to me proves to me that you are in a state of mind where you're trying to become a better version of yourself, right? And what I've been listening to over the, the last few days is, you know, our actions are a direct result of our thoughts, right? And our feelings and, and our actions. Does that make sense? And even more importantly, our results are kind of a sum of all of these different things, right? And so, you know, when we're in a certain spot in our life, uh, we find ourselves doing the same things, right? We, we all have habits, right? And we all have these rituals that we're doing on a day-to-day -day basis, right? So for example, I'll, I can just share my experience for you. And of course, while I'm talking, you'll, you'll be able to relate with yourself. But, you know, any given day, uh, I wake up at 5.45 in the morning. And the first thing I do is I jump on my rebounder. I start setting my intentions, start setting my gratitude. And then I do like 50 push-ups, and I've got my ritual, right? And then after that, I'm right in the shower. After the shower, it's getting the kids ready for school. And then we are at the breakfast table. And then after breakfast, we do a quick cleanup, get the kids' teeth brushed, and then we get shoes on, sweatshirts, uh, backpacks, and then we're off to school, drop the kids off to school, and then straight from there, we're off to work, right? And then go to work, work until 11.30, and then I'm off to the gym, and then come back. I'm back by, you know, 12.30 or, uh, yeah, 1 o'clock, and then uh, work the rest of the day. I'm out of there by, say, 4.30 to go pick up the kids, and then back home to do homework, and then we start dinner at 6. Dishes are done by 7, you know, do some reading or, or uh, homework catch-up after that, and then the kids, we start our our bedtime routine of, you know, whether it's shower night or whether it's not getting the kids ready for bed, pajamas, reading before bedtime, then they're in bed. And then the last couple hours of night is, uh, you know, if there's any work to get caught up on or any reading that I'm doing, and then it's off to bed and then that's it, right? Sleep, wake up, do it again, right? And that that's kind of the habit that we get into, right? We have these rituals, we have these routines, and then, you know, that's what we're doing day in, day out, day in, day out. And what winds up happening is, you know, we find ourselves, you know, in these patterns, but we also find ourselves wanting to do more. You know, how can I do more? How can I generate more revenue? How can I generate more patience? How can I be more impactful at work? You know, how can I be more significant at work? 
How can I be more significant in my community? You know, whatever that that improvement is for you, uh, we're, we're always looking to do more. Unfortunately, what winds up happening is with our actions and the current actions that we're doing, our actions are yielding what we currently have, right? So as we continue to do the same things, oftentimes we're expecting different results, right? Oh, why can't I make more money? Oh, why can't I get more patients? Oh, why can't I do this? Why can't I be more influential? Why can't I be more active in the church? Why can't I be more active in the community? Whatever that, that goal is, whatever more is for you or whatever that next level is for you. But oftentimes we still maintain our same behaviors, right? And sometimes we'll, we'll listen to a podcast like this or we'll listen to like a motivational, uh, we'll do like a quick motivational program or, you know, envision like Tony Robbins, for example, whatever, you get fired up and you're like, yes, and I set these new goals and I'm fired up and I'm ready to do it. And then before you know it, nothing happens because you haven't changed your routines. You haven't changed your behaviors, right? And so you'll be fired up and mentally you're fired up and you're ready to go. But at the end of the day, you haven't changed the routine that you're doing. And so that's really what I want to talk to you about is each of these things, each of these four components and how they affect one another and how they interrelate and how you can control outcomes, right? And so let's talk about, you know, basically how these relate is you could literally draw arrows, you know, starting from up top and drawing down arrows to each one, right? Where thought uh, directly impacts your feelings, Uh, And then feelings, draw another arrow down. Your feelings directly impact or affect your actions. And then your actions directly impact your results. Does that make sense? So your thoughts influence your feelings. Your feelings influence your actions. Your actions influence your results. Does that make sense? And so let's start with the thought. You know, at any given time, you know, say say you're on the treadmill. This happens to me every day. Uh, I'm on the treadmill and if I don't bring my... AirPods with me. Uh, I've got, I've got nothing. I won't turn the TV on. I'll just run. Right. And then what'll happen is a thought will jump into my head and let's say it's a thought of, uh, my next door neighbor. We, we have new neighbors that moved in and they're a little bit louder than, than, uh, I'm going to kind of open up to you here. I'm going to be a little honest with you. Uh, my neighbors are a little bit louder than what the previous neighbors were. Right. And so it's a little bit different. Uh, they're a little thuggier. They're kind of doing like some uh, digital music production and they're just, just like a different demographic, right? And so um, they're super kind. They're super nice, but you know, they're loud, right? It's, it's like, I was joking. It's like, are they running a daycare over there? Like, what are they doing? This is ridiculous. But uh, it's pretty funny. Like, you know, th- I, that thought will jump into my mind and, you know, I'll start thinking about like, oh man, you know, that's, that's not very considerate that they're so loud or it's not very considerate that they're using foul language or whatever that is. And so then, then you start to think about, you know, what that means and, and what does that end up as, right? It's like, oh, is this going to end up in like a confrontation? Like I need to talk to them or bring in the landlord or what does that mean? And all of a sudden, you know, my my body temperature will start to rise, right? Because I'll start to get like anxious, if, if that makes sense, right? And I'll start to have a feeling associated with that. And that feeling, you know, for this specific instance is a feeling of frustration, right? So this is just a thought, right? It's starting off as a thought, but then all of a sudden... I'm feeling a little frustrated, right? And so then what, what often winds up happening though is, you know, if you let if you let yourself continue to run down this rabbit hole, this feeling can potentially become an action, right? And then this action can potentially become a result. So let's think about something that's actually happened, right? Let's think about um, 
maybe an interaction you had with a family member where they said, you know, something that was really, you know, out of hand, out of line. And at first you were just kind of like, yeah, whatever. But then you just came back and revisited it and you stewed on it, right? You know, and maybe who, who knows if they even meant it the way that you received it, but it was something that was just like, you know what, that's not fair of you to say, right? And so you, so you think of it, you kind of remember it, right? You bring it up from the past and you, maybe you're vacuuming. And this happens a lot when I'm vacuuming, right? This is when these kind of thoughts will like jump in, right? And then you'll be thinking about that and then you start feeling frustrated and you start feeling angry, right? And you're replaying this in your head, like what they said and how it made you angry. And then you start having these conversations of what you did say or even even worse, all those things you should have said, right? I should have said this, I should have said that. And then all of a sudden, you start, you, you, you're angry. And then before you know it, you know, you're kind of fired up. And by the time, the next time you see them, you've already had these conversations and these arguments in your head. So by the time you see them, you're just ready for, ready to fight. You're ready to argue and you just blow up on them. And that's the the action, right? And all of a sudden they're on their heels going, what in the world, where did this come from? Right. And of course the result of that was, it probably wasn't good communication and it probably didn't end well, right? They probably were like, what in the world? And they probably either ran uh, for the hills or they started raising their voice and yelling back and it ended in an argument, but it, it, it just didn't end poorly. It was a poor result, right? And all of that started just because of a thought that crept into your head, right? And that's why we're having this conversation. And that's why we're starting to have this conversation of how thoughts impact your feelings, your feelings impact your actions, and your actions obviously impact the results that are happening in your life. Because once we can start to get a good understanding of how that's happening, right? I just gave you uh, an example of how that can happen, right? But I want you to actually write down, you know, think of something that, that happened recently. And oftentimes, whether it's with a spouse or whether it's with a child or whether it's with your boss, whether it's with a, a family member, uh, a coworker, whatever that was. But I want you to think through how that happened one time, maybe the last like rough interaction you had someone, how, you know, you were thinking about something and it really rubbed you the wrong way, right? And it really kind of pissed you off or it made you frustrated or made you angry or made you scared or whatever that was. And then all of a sudden it changed your outlook so that the next time you had an interaction with that person, you know, that anger or that fear or that frustration showed, right? And all of a sudden it kind of turned them. And before you know it, it became that self-fulfilling prophecy of, you know, you're not, it didn't need to go this way, but it did because you came out as angry, right? And then it ended poorly. The end action or the end result was that it ended poorly and it maybe it ended in a breakup or maybe it ended in, you know, quitting or getting fired or an argument or whatever that was, but it was not your desired result of what you really wanted, right? Because what you were probably really wanted to do is just be able to tell them like what you said didn't feel good. That didn't make me feel good and it, or it wasn't fair, Right or whatever that was, there was such a a better way to communicate that. But instead, it came out as anger and frustration. It came out as an action, as opposed to just communicating verbally. Does that make sense to you? So then, and a lot of this is what I'm talking about is negative. It doesn't have to be negative, right? There, There can be positive thoughts, right? And this is where I really want to start taking this, right? And back to my daily routines, where I start my morning off with my Uh, setting my intentions and sharing my gratitude is that I start the day off with positive thoughts, right? With a positive mindset. So that that in turn creates 
positive feelings, right? And it gives me a good start to the day, right? And then, of course, with a positive feeling, you know, oftentimes, if I'm having a great day, what happens? This guy right here is smiling, right? And guess what happens when I'm walking down the hallway and I'm smiling and I see someone else and I'm smiling? Guess what happens? They smile back. And so when they smile back, guess what happens? Guess how that makes me feel? It makes me feel good, right? And so now, back to the feeling loop, right? You step back up to that that feeling. And so all of a sudden, I'm feeling good again and I walk by someone else and they see me and they see me smiling. Guess what they do? It's contagious, right? They smile back again. Oh, man. And so guess what my results are? My results are positive, right? Because what I'm getting is positive feedback, right? And so if I'm able to make someone smile, that's like a gift, right? And so then it just feels good. Like when you, when you can infect someone with your smile and it's like the, the end action is you get them to smile. Oh, that's perfect, right? Because if you're, you're walking by someone and they're not looking at you, it's just another human being passing by another human being. But if you can look at another human being in passing and you can make them smile and that's the action, I mean, what better action would you want from them? Like the only thing I think about it would be like a high five or a hug or who knows what, right? Maybe, but like getting a smile, like that would be my desired desired action or desired outcome whenever I'm walking down the street, right? Or whenever I'm at work. If I can get people to smile, it shows that I'm connected with them, right? And so that's a, that's just, I'm not saying that that needs to be what your desired outcome is, but the examples I was giving prior to this were all negative. And I want to let you know that it's not always negative. And in fact, it needs to not always be negative, right? Because just as we start to gain this understanding of what this tool is, the TFAR, what's more important is how do we use this? Knowing it to be true, right? And that's what I want you to do is kind of go through, you write down your example and it can be positive, it can be negative, but I really want to to sink it in for you, like to make it personal so you can be like, oh, wow, this is true. Like this is real things. Because once you understand this, now you can learn to use it to your advantage, right? Learn to start the day with creative thoughts, with positive thoughts, with good thoughts, and also learning to police your thoughts, where if you have a negative thought that comes in, you realize quickly that that's not serving me well. I don't I don't need that. There's nothing I can do with that, right? There's nothing I can do with that thought right now. So I just need to let it go. I need to, Wayne Dyer did an amazing job. He, he was, uh, he was, uh, he did a, he was telling a story where he was kind of talking about how these thoughts will come into our mind and they'll bounce around and they'll disappear and they'll shoot around. And we just have all of these random thoughts that bounce around. And he's, he had this analogy of there's a conveyor belt that's passing through our mind at any given time. And it's got all of these little boxes of thoughts, individual thoughts. And, you know, we'll grab one at any one time and we'll, we'll have this box, we'll open this box up. And, you know, sometimes we have amazing thoughts and positive thoughts and, and fulfilling thoughts, but then oftentimes we'll also have thoughts that aren't self-serving, that, that are not positive, that are debilitating, uh, that are not doing as well. And he gave this analogy of taking that thought that's not serving as well and just putting it back up on the conveyor belt and putting it back and letting it go away again, right? And waiting for another good positive thought, right? Policing your thoughts, being aware. Uh, I know Eckhart Tolle talks about uh, the ego, right? And being able to be the observer and watch the ego. You know, oftentimes we'll have, because especially with negative thoughts, have you ever had like a negative thought and all of a sudden, you know, back to the analogy that I was using earlier, like you get upset, your blood pressure rises, you start getting hot, you feel yourself getting angry and like you physically change with anger, right? Because you're so angry. And that's really just your ego chewing on that because it's it's just so delicious for for the ego to have a purpose like that, to talk about like, well, 
well, how dare they talk to you like that? And how dare they talk to us like that? And how dare they treat us like that? And it's, it's going nowhere, right? It's not positive. It's not self-serving. It's doing nothing for us, but man, the ego loves that, right? And once we can learn to be the watcher and watch over the ego and be able to take that thought and be like, eh, eh, you're not making me feel good and put it back, that's when you can start to have that awareness and that's when you can start to make changes, right? That's when you can realize that's not that's not a self-serving thought. That's not doing me any well right now. So I'm going to put that thought back up on the conveyor belt and, and wave at it as it goes away. So as opposed to we have a positive thought and we're aware of that positive thought. Now it's like, oh man, we've started to, we have that little flame, right? That flame of hope, that flame of passion, that the flame of desire, that, that flame of positivity, whatever that positive thought is, right? Now we can throw gas on that and really like make it, make it just blaze as, as hot as it can, right? And what do you think that feeling is going to make you feel? It's going to make you feel good, right? And that feeling in turn is going to make you behave in a certain manner, right? Because imagine the walking analogy. I give you the positive analogy. Well, flip side, say you're having a bad day and you're pissed off at your spouse or whatever. What do you think that's going to do? As you're walking down the street, do you think you're going to be smiling? No, you're probably going to have a, a scowl on your face, right? And if you look at someone with a scowl on your face, what are you going to get back in return? Probably another scowl. So now all of a sudden, that's an action that was not intended and you're going to see someone scowl at you and then all of a sudden you're going to be like, well, that's an asshole too. You're going to think that they're an asshole and all of a sudden it's going to make your scowl even bigger and you're going to see someone else and you're going to have a scowl on your face and what are they going to give you? They're probably going to give you a scowl and now all of a sudden you're going to think they're an asshole too and before you know it, it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy where you're the one who is giving the scowl to begin with but the outcome that you're receiving is that you're getting scowls back and that doesn't make you feel good, does it? And it just continues to pour gas on that that bad fire, right? Of how you're not feeling good. Well, the same also happens on the positive route as well. And that's why we're having this conversation is to be, to A, create that awareness and B, how do we start to manipulate the, these patterns to benefit you? Does that make sense? Because you're already doing this. Whether you like it or not, whether you whether you want it to be this way or not, it doesn't matter. Like you don't have to, you don't have to like this, the TFAR, oh, all this bullshit, this is nothing. Like you don't have to believe it. I don't care if you believe it or not. This is happening day in and day out. This is that loop and it's starting with a thought and it's ending as a result. It's just a matter of whether or not you're going to acknowledge it because it's already happening. I'm not asking you to believe in it. What I'm saying is I'm trying to chunk it down so that you understand why. It's already happening, guys. So this is your tool to be able to chunk it down so that you can start to realize how far upstream this needs to go to be able to affect that desired result, right? That desired outcome that I always talk about. And it starts with a single thought, right? And so that's how we're going to start our next activity. And this is obviously something that's going to get deep. It's going to get bigger. This is probably something that could have been a a three-hour podcast. It could be something that I turn into a workshop because this is, this is big stuff, but it starts small. It doesn't have to be big, right? What it starts with is how do we A, acknowledge it and B, start to apply it to our lives, right? Because that's what I want you to start doing is I want you to start creating positive thoughts, right? And from those positive thoughts, you're going to start creating positive feelings. And from those positive feelings, you're going to start acting in a different way and your actions are going to start coming from a, a better heart, right? Uh, giving more love and more gratitude, right? And the desired outcome is going to be much easier for you to achieve or that desired result that's an R on your sheet. 
that's what everything is going to lead towards, right? But we have to start with the beginning in mind. We have to go far enough upstream to maybe be able to impact that result. So if our desired result is more money, we have to start acting in a behavior that's consistent with what we need to be doing to get more money, right? And it starts with that thought, you know? So say for an example is, you know, we need to generate uh, more production. Let's, let's tie this back into the practice, right? We need to generate more production, right? And it's easy to get negative on, oh, you know, always asking for more money. Oh, how are we going to do this? Oh, what do I need to do? Oh, I need to, I need to upsell. Oh, I need to offer. And oh, you're rolling your eyes, right? It can get negative really quick, right? But it starts with a positive thought of, you know, we have so much opportunity from our existing patient base that we could really be generating a lot of new revenue from our existing patients, right? And if only, you know, oh, from one of Michael's earlier podcasts where he really starts talking about how do we start caring for our patients? And by caring, it's offering them something that they can really benefit from, right? That analogy of, uh, of Nordstrom where, you know, the best service you can provide someone is to sell them something, right? It's very similar when you're with your patient, right? If they've got a need, if they've got something that they can really benefit them, right? Maybe it's, you know, orthodontia, maybe it is, you know, teeth cleaning, maybe it's vanity, maybe it's uh, uh, wisdom teeth removal, whatever that is, whatever could truly benefit them. And you know, deep down in your heart, that this is something that you're not just trying to sell them something, it's truly adding value. Well, now all of a sudden you're not selling someone, you're actually providing a ton of value for them. And in addition, the unintended consequence or the intended consequences, they give you more money. So this is just a way to start thinking positively about, you know, how do I get more money, right? And in another podcast, you know, the only two ways to, to, to get wealthier is to either add more value or to use your resources, right? It's kind of tying a whole bunch of different things together, right? This is getting deep quick. But again, we're going back to that initial thought and having positive thoughts and not spinning out on negative thoughts, right? And then because what winds up happening is once you're able to tell that story and you're able to think, like, wow, okay, I really want us and I want our staff to be focusing on, let's talk with every one of our patients that could benefit from straight teeth, right? So say we're going to do a promotion on Invisalign, right? Because Invisalign is giving us a great rebate offer. They're offering us reduced costs for whatever that special is, whatever that reason is. But for this, we're just going to run with Invisalign, right? But it creates a great opportunity for us to share with our staffs, with our assistants, with our hygienists, with ourselves to be able to like, let's be aware that every one of our patients that we're going to see, if they have uh, a possible need for orthodontia or straight, straight teeth, uh, or could benefit from Invisalign, the other aspects or the other benefits of Invisalign, that we make sure that we talk to them about this because not only are we trying to boost revenues, but we're really trying to add value to our clients to make sure that they feel like we're connected with them and their needs, right? Isn't that a completely different way of approaching, you know, how do we increase sales, right? Because the other way is like, hey, we need more revenue guys and everyone needs to be offering everyone in Bizline. That's a much different way. <laughs> like, that's a, almost like grinding out at a used car lot, right? We got we to gotta get more sales. I need more hot leads, right? It's, but, the, but the end outcome, the end result of what you're trying to do is the same. At the end of the day, you're trying to generate more opportunity and more revenue, right? But if it's coming from the heart 
and it's truly trying to add value to your patient's life, isn't that a much different way of approaching it and, and a much easier way for you, you and your staff to really embody that and believe it to be true? Totally it is. It absolutely is, right? And so then what winds up happening is once it feels organic and it feels natural, now all of a sudden they're feeling good and they're feeling comfortable with it. So their actions are going to be in line and they're going to be congruent with that where they can seriously sit and talk with someone and be like, hey, you know, I don't want you to take this the wrong way, but I noticed like your lower teeth, you've got some crowding there or a little bit of crooked. Like, I don't know if you've ever considered orthodontia or if you've ever heard of Invisalign, but you know, it's something that we're offering a special on right now. We're offering $500 off and I really think that you might be able to benefit from it. Like, is this, you know, are, are, have you ever thought about trying to straighten out your teeth? And I mean, and then it becomes like this organic conversation where they're trying, truly trying to add value and it's no pressure. It's truly like, I'm trying to add value to your life and whether you do this or not, like, I don't care, but I want to let you know that I'm thinking about you. And guess what happens? People are grateful for that. And then they're going to start saying yes. And now all of a sudden that desired result, right? Wrapping this up and all of a sudden you start to get more Invisalign cases, which is generating more revenues, right? And so this is just a great example of how do we start manipulating these natural tendencies that are already happening in our lives, right? That's the whole thing. Whenever I say use the word manipulate, it feels like there's a negative connotation right now, but these loops are already happening in our lives every single day. The problem is that we aren't harnessing the power of our brain to change these thoughts far enough upstream that they can influence the rest of that loop. Does that make sense? And this this is really why why I wanted to share this with you right now is because this is pretty profound. And I'm gonna kind of wrap it up right now, even though I could go on for another two hours on this. Your homework right now is you've got your sheet with the TFAR. What I want you to do is I want you to start with the end in mind, right? We've been talking about how thoughts impact results, but what I wanna do is I wanna reverse engineer this. And I want you to think of a desired result that you would love and, and keep it simple. Maybe it's something that is, uh, you know, maybe it's something with your wife. You know, maybe you had a rough interaction uh, last night or with your husband or whatever that significant other. Maybe you had a rough interaction uh, the night before. You had a little bit of an argument and, you know, it was definitely not the way you wanted to end the night. And you weren't feeling good about that. And so maybe your desired outcome for today is that you really want to uh, go to bed on a positive note and, and love each other, right? And so then you start thinking about things like, well, what could happen to help with that, right? Maybe it is, you know, if you've ever listened to the, the five love languages, you know, maybe it's figuring out what they really appreciate. Maybe it's, maybe they enjoy gifts or maybe they enjoy acts of service. Maybe, the, you know, there's something that they really appreciate and you know what they appreciate and it gives an opportunity for you to plug into that, right? So if, say for example, they like gifts, right? Maybe you stop and you can grab flowers, right? To to impact the potential result of, you know, having a good night. Does that make sense? And then let's go even farther upstream for that is, you know, how do you generate good positive feelings, right? And we know how we generate those feelings is from positive thoughts, right? And so if we're looking at creating this and reverse engineering it and getting a different result, you kind of map it out backwards and then you start to plant that seed where it's like, oh, you have this positive thought of, oh my gosh, you know, you have this positive thought uh, as opposed to focusing on the interaction that brought lots of pain the night before. You you think about the future of, oh my gosh, how's she going to look when she receives these flowers, right? 
it's so you're almost like living as if this event has already happened, right? You're you're willing it to happen, and that's kind of the magic of this. And this is how it works, right? And we've all heard these success stories of how a lot of successful people in their lives they will visualize their progress before it even happens. They'll visualize what life looks like before it even happens. Does that make sense? And so, very similar with this, visualizing what does that look like when they, your wife is receiving these flowers or what does it look like when your husband is receiving a gift or maybe it's like an act of service, you know what I mean? Like whatever that is. And then, you know, once you start to have that thought, it starts to make you feel good, right? And then you feel good and you're like, oh, this is awesome. And so then once you have that feeling, you know, then you're able to take action, right? And you're going to feel encouraged to take action. You're going to take action of doing what? You're probably going to go and probably going to go buy flowers, right? And then once you buy these flowers, right, and then you bring them home and you've already like kind of played this in your mind and you've had this result, then all of a sudden you feel good about presenting these so that when you present them, you you present them with love and you present them with flowers or you present these gifts with love and with a smile. And it's so positive that all of a sudden they receive it with that same love because you're feeling it. It's not just like an empty gesture or an empty, you know, giving of a gift, right? It's truly something that's positive and they're feeling positive. They're feeling good about that, right? So, so that's just an example of how we can use this loop to our advantage because that's a simple, that's a very simple way of doing it. But we're going to, we're going to talk more about this in the future as well. I, I have a feeling this is very impactful. And when, we, when it comes to goal setting, these are some great tools that we can do to plan ahead and visualize and create those positive thoughts that will in turn create those positive feelings. And then of course, the actions that come after that from those feelings that will get us towards that desired result. So I hope you enjoyed this. I know it got deep quick and I hope you were still able to benefit from that. Well, there will be more to, to come and any feedback you've got on this of how you're applying that, I would love to hear that. I would love to see how it's impacting you. Uh, and in the meantime, have an amazing evening and I look forward to getting your feedback and I look forward to seeing how this can improve your life. Take care of yourself and I will talk to you soon.